You are on trend with the Alumni Trending Podcast. My name is Paul Clifford, and throughout my career in higher education, my mission has been to connect alumni to what they love most about their alma mater and to activate them in ways that support the aspirations of the institutions I have served. As advancement professionals, we are leading a movement, a mobilization of alumni in support of education for a lifetime. On this podcast, you will hear the voices leading our profession, advancing our institutions, and keeping higher education strong around the world. You are going to learn and be inspired by the passion and purpose driving these advancement professionals right here on Alumni Trending. What's up, trendsetters? Welcome to the Alumni Trending Podcast. I have a great guest. I'm so excited to talk to Amber Redman today. She is a colleague of mine at Penn State. So let me tell you a little bit about her. Amber is the Director of Alumni Relations for Penn State's World Campus. She's newer to her role, having taken the position in February of this year. However, she's not new to the world of development and alumni relations. Amber started her career at Penn State working in the Office of Gift Planning. Prior to her current role, Amber worked in the Admissions and Financial Aid Office for Penn State World Campus, which introduced her to the world of online learning. During her time in admissions, Amber coordinated the Alumni Ambassador Program, which pairs alumni and current students with prospective Penn State World Campus students in order to help these students decide if Penn State World Campus is a good fit for them. It was doing this work that Amber realized her passion for working with alumni volunteers. And when the role of Director of Alumni Relations was posted, Amber jumped right at that opportunity to apply. She is a two-time Penn State alumna, having earned a Bachelor of Science in Management from the Smeal College of Business in 2009, and she also holds a Master's of Public Administration from Penn State's World Campus, earned in 2018. Amber Redman, welcome to the Alumni Trending Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk with you. You have a great and diverse career in higher education. I talked about your work in admissions and in alumni relations and development, but walk us through your career, your career path here at Penn State. Yeah, so I started in the Office of Gift Planning, which is a central office in the Division of Development and Alumni Relations. That's really where I kind of began my Penn State career, not knowing really anything about development. Um, I knew my mom had worked in it, um, but I really didn't know what she did. Um, It was completely new to me. So in gift planning, I worked a lot with the guideline agreements and the statements of donor intent, which are the binding documents that dictate how funds um, from donors are going to be spent. And in that role, I found that one of my favorite things was really learning about the donor's passion for giving back to Penn State. Um, I really enjoyed hearing the why behind their giving um, and how their attachment to Penn State followed them through their life. So that was really, that was enlightening to me. In that in that role, um, or back in when I started at Penn State, I also started working with student mentees, um, and I really enjoyed that as well. So I felt like 
I wanted to work with students, which is why I transitioned to my role in admissions and financial aid. I liked it. I stayed there for about three years. But when I was in that office is when I started working with the Alumni Ambassador Program. It's a volunteer group of over 150 alumni volunteers, and there are current students in that volunteer pool as well. That's where I really kind of developed my passion for working with alumni volunteers. Hearing them talk about why they want to give their time back to Penn State was really appealing to me. I also, in admissions, wrapped up my uh, World Campus degree. So I finished that and knew that I became a World Campus alum myself, was looking at what was being offered as or made available to alums. And I felt like I could really add value and provide ideas. So when the um, director of alumni relations position was posted, I felt like it was a natural fit for me to at least try for. And luckily, I was selected for the role and I've been in this role since February. For people out there who might not understand how Penn State is organized, uh, maybe help give us a, a snapshot, right? We're a multi-campus university. Some people might be wondering, where's the world campus located? So Penn State World Campus is actually the online campus of Penn State University. So we are virtually everywhere. Uh, we have alumni from across the world, students learning from everywhere, different time zones, all over the place. So yeah, we are Penn State's online institution associated and we have the same accreditation. We are we are a campus of, we are completely 100% affiliated with the Pennsylvania State University. We don't have faculty that are specific to World Campus. We really collaborate with the units and campuses across Penn State. So World Campus is not degree granting. Our degrees are offered in conjunction with campuses and units across Penn State. So there is a ton of cross-collaboration with the other units, which is also something that I really enjoy and that I was able to do and learn that I liked from my role in gift planning and central development. That's awesome. And I'm going to brag here for a second. I am a world campus graduate. I earned my master's of education degree just this past May. I'm a member of the class of 2020, as you know, but our listeners might not be aware. And it's something that I'm that I'm really proud of. Awesome. I'm so sad that we couldn't have you to our graduation celebration in person. It's a really nice event that we offer at the end of every semester where we invite all of the graduating World Campus students to join us Friday evening. And we have just a nice celebration of all the World Campus students graduating. But unfortunately, for the past couple semesters, we obviously haven't been able to have that. So I'm sad that you weren't able to join that, join us for that um, to celebrate finishing up your World Campus degree. I am too. A lot of things that I'm missing from the face-to-face experience, but I want to dive a little bit into, and maybe we can use my Penn State experience as an example to kind of personify maybe some of the engagement challenges that you might have in your role as the Director of Alumni Relations for Penn State's World Campus. So as I think about my Penn State experience, I am a, a staff member. I work at the University Park Campus. I took classes through the World Campus. My classes were graduate level, and so I was in the graduate school. And ultimately, my degree is granted by the College of Education. And so I'm affiliated with World Campus, with University Park, with the graduate school, and with the College of Education. That scenario that I've just played out for you 
uh, has to provide an engagement challenge for you at the world campus as the deliverer of the educational content. Uh, and yet the affinity of our alumni might lie in one or more of those three entities. How do you think about that challenge? Yeah, I mean, honestly, Paul, I don't really see it as a challenge. Something that was really important to me when I stepped into this role was kind of emphasizing the collaboration with other units. So I, d- I don't honestly see it as a challenge. What I try to do with sharing content and sharing information with World Campus alumni is share a broad spectrum of what other units and campuses are up to. I I think, as you mentioned, you do feel an affiliation to the graduate school, to the College of Education, to World Campus, to University Park as an employee there. So, and that's the case for many of our alumni. Uh, They tend to feel that affiliation to all of those units. So that's kind of why when I took on this role, I didn't want to make our alumni feel like, no, you need to come to World Campus events only, or you need to only be a part of what we have going on. I try and share what units across Penn State are up to, what events they might be planning. And I think that collaboration, you know, it's definitely a work in progress, but I, I only see it going up. Um, any unit that I've I've talked to is more than willing to collaborate with me. So I definitely, I don't see it as a challenge. I definitely see it as more of an opportunity. So you mentioned you started in this role in February and then by March, the whole world around you has changed. Yeah. Have you thought about the way that you were going to approach the world campus alumni engagement endeavor that you were about to embark on is now actually a strategy that can be utilized by alumni relations professionals worldwide because really everything we're doing is is virtual and online at this point. Yeah, that's an excellent point. I think that a lot of alumni relations professionals are seeing that tapping into virtual events is allowing them to reach out to alumni that may not be able to come to their physical campus location to participate in events. I think that they're seeing that their engagement is extremely increased. Um, and so it really hasn't changed my strategy as, you know, our alumni are all over. It's definitely, you know, it's it's challenging in that I would have gone to in-person recruiting events and invited alumni to join me there. So, you know, those events aren't taking place and I'm not getting the opportunity, which they're very few and far between, to meet alumni face-to-face. Uh, it does strengthen the connection when you can meet them face-to-face for sure. Uh, but I've tried to kind of follow in your example a little bit by making my presence on you know, social media really known. Any alumni that I have the opportunity to talk to via email, via LinkedIn, via Facebook, um, I just try to have them encourage, you know, make them feel encouraged that they can come to me and talk to me and make myself a resource for them. Um, so it does feel a little bit more personable. Yeah, you know, my presence on social media is, is an old school theory or philosophy using new mediums. Alumni Relations 101 is meeting alumni where they are, not expecting them to come to you, but going to them and participating where they are in their communities. And in, in 2020, these communities are Facebook and LinkedIn and on Twitter, although Twitter is uh, among the most toxic places (laughs) in the world. (laughs) 
<laughs> the world right now, our alumni are there and, and in, in some sense have an expectation that their alma mater is, is meeting them there. And so if we want to build relationships, if we want to engage alumni, we have to go to where they are and that's there on social media. So we need to participate um, where our alumni are. So I think your strategy in that regard has been brilliant. Yeah, I've been able to make connections on LinkedIn, which is something I'm relatively new to actually using myself. I've had kind of more personable connections on LinkedIn where alumni may message me or connect with me and we have a conversation messaging back and forth. And I've met some alumni there, one in particular that I actually had on one of my uh, monthly alumni chats, who's really, a, he's awesome. He, um, I reached out to him originally about doing a podcast or talking about his podcast um, and he ended up joining me on a monthly alumni chat to talk about what franchising looks like. So it just the relationship kind of developed into uh, learning more about what he does and, um, you know, him providing kind of a background on something that I, I didn't know anything about. So LinkedIn's been great for that. And like you said, it's really one of the only ways that I have to connect with my alumni, considering they are everywhere. So I think one of the competitive advantages that Penn State World Campus has is that the degrees that are granted are Penn State degrees. You're not graduating from Penn State World Campus. You um, you think of some of the other online deliveries. Uh, it is insert university here with a hyphen online, or there's some kind of exclusive online universities. I think the differentiator from Penn State is that that degree is actually a Penn State degree granted by the university as if you were here. I also think the the differentiator is the brand equity that Penn State has around the world. It is one of the most recognized brands in higher education. And so I, I think that that Penn State degree and the strength of our brand really draws people to this online experience. Absolutely. And honestly, to put my kind of admissions hat back on, both of those points were something that we really tried to hit on when prospective students would call in and, and ask us questions about Penn State World Campus. Um, we tried to express the importance of the fact that when you earn your degree, your diploma, your transcripts, nothing is going to indicate that your degree was earned online or that it was through Penn State World Campus. We tried to really stress that they're getting a, a true Penn State degree. Um, I, I feel like that really kind of, you know, hit on things like you mentioned. Um, we tried to emphasize, and like you said, the brand, um, we tried to emphasize that. Uh, that was typically why people were reaching out to us, though. They had been aware of the brand, but they were thinking that Penn State World Campus wasn't truly part of Penn State. A lot of them were surprised to hear that it was um, and were thankful that the their diploma, we had a lot of questions about the diploma and transcripts, and they were very happy to hear that there would be no indication that they, their degree was online. That was a huge factor for them. So I have to share one of my favorite world campus stories. Uh, it's oh, from yeah. 2016, and we were traveling on the road with President Barron, taking him out to meet alumni, and we were in Phoenix, Arizona. And I get to the event venue early and um, help setting up and making sure that everything's ready to welcome and greet the alumni that are coming to hear President Barron talk that evening. And the first two arrivals were, were guys who walked in and they didn't know if they were in the right place. And, and they came up to me and said, are you from Penn State? And I said, yes, I'm, I'm Paul Clifford. I'm CEO of the Penn State Alumni Association. And they were so excited. They were, you're the first person we have ever met from Penn State. 
We are world campus Aww. students, but we've never met another actual person from Penn State. So they were world campus students working there in the technology sector in Phoenix. And we're so excited to meet another another, another Penn Stater face to face. That's so cool. It was great. It was, uh, it, and it was eye-opening to me. We've always said Penn Staters are everywhere. Uh, and now there's yes. the opportunity to run into a Penn Stater literally anywhere because of the world campus. They could be studying on um, on a battleship in the Mediterranean or, or a military base in, in Germany. They could be studying uh, in in Phoenix, Arizona or in, um, in Barcelona, Spain, right? There's literally no limit to um, how far the Penn State experience could extend now. Yeah, I think you actually hit on two really important points there. Um, the first being kind of the uniqueness of the audience that World Campus kind of speaks to. A lot of our students are world. A lot of the World Campus students are typically students who are balancing multiple responsibilities. So parents, military members, um, you know, they are trying to earn their degrees while doing a multitude of things. Um, and so I think that's really important to point out when it comes to the World Campus audience. And the second point about the students coming up to you in Arizona, which is awesome, and I love to hear about that, I think that people tend to make assumptions a little bit that alumni who have graduated from online programs don't actually feel connected to their institution, um, and that just really isn't isn't the case at all. Um, I think another assumption that people tend to make when they kind of think that these alumni don't feel connected is that they're because they're not connected, they're not potential donors. And that's not the case as well. Um, these alumni really, really do feel a connection to Penn State. And I think that it's that's something that I'm trying to kind of emphasize in my role is that, no, we have these people all over the world and they want to know what's going on at Penn State. They care about that. You know, we also talk about, I, I mentioned Alumni Relations 101 is meet alumni where they are. I think another aspect of uh, Alumni Relations 101 is that you try to mimic the student experience in the alumni experience, right? If somebody has never visited your campus, it's unlikely that they're going to accept an invitation to come to an event at your campus. And so what are some ways, some tactics that you have employed that have really that really bring that to life where you're trying to mimic the way that those Penn Staters who participate in world campus to get their degrees, how do you mimic that experience in, in the alumni space? That's a really great question. Um, I think that what I've been trying to do is actually start to collaborate with our student affairs team a bit more so that I'm building that relationship with world campus students while they are still students. Um, we have a terrific student affairs team who is really trying to make a ton of great services available to students. Uh, and so collaborating with them on events and really showing them what is available to them after they graduate is I think one of the ways that I've kind of approached it. Um, and I also try and share what is going on or what is being available to World Campus students, to alumni, so that they can see how World Campus is kind of growing and expanding. Uh, I think they they enjoy hearing about that. Um, I think they appreciate the progress that World Campus is making. So just kind of sharing that when I can, um, I think that has really been helpful for alumni to hear and to see. 
So all of my educational experience up until 2016 could be described as traditional. It was it was in a classroom, mm-hmm. faculty member up at the front lecturing, me sitting with classmates, right? And and then mm-hmm. in 2016, I became a student in the world campus. And one of the things that was eye-opening to me, and I think this is another maybe myth buster, if you will, is the strength of the relationships that I was able to develop, not only with peers and with classmates, but with the faculty members that are teaching uh, online classes, I actually had more interaction with my faculty in an online setting than I ever did in a face-to-face setting. And it's because communication and, and being a good communicator is paramount to the success of an online student. And so um, is, is that feedback that you hear? And, and if it is, how do you then leverage faculty in your programming to alumni? Yeah, um, it is something that I hear, but I will preface it by saying it is, you know, typically this it's what the students put in is what they get out. So if a student is really interactive and really, you know, reaching out to their, their faculty members and their professors, the faculty definitely want to build those relationships. I actually was talking to a faculty member and they kind of expressed that when their courses go online, they tend to almost feel like they're they're trying to do more and build those connections more than if they were teaching an in-residence course. So the faculty feel like they need to put that effort forward more, which is why I think those relationships tend to be stronger. Um, but again, I like I said, I think it really, there are students that can kind of go through their courses and never have an interaction with their faculty members or their professors. And, and that's just what they want. But Um, the students who really want that interaction, they can have that. Um, it's, I will, I will say it's been difficult for me to kind of get access to faculty to involve them in program for, in programming for Penn State World Campus alumni. It's not something that I'm ruling out completely. I would love to have, um, you know, a faculty member who works primarily with World Campus online courses. Um, I would love to do some sort of programming with them. Um, it's just not something that I've been able to do in my my short months here. Uh, but what I have tried to do is when I hear about faculty events that other units are offering, I've tried to share those with our alumni, with the World Campus alumni, so that they're aware and can, if that's their unit that they are in their degree from, they can go to that event and have more of an interaction as an alum with faculty members from that program. So Amber, on the Alumni Trending Podcast, we have a tradition of giving our guests the final word on the profession. And so where do you think we are trending in higher education advancement? Honestly, and I think we touched on this a little bit, but I think where we're trending is we're going to see more institutions, more colleges who have previously only offered in-person events to engage their alumni. They're going to shift to offer either hybrid where they can incorporate a virtual aspect into their in-person events, or they're going to offer both. Um, But I really think that institutions are starting to see the value in, in, in having virtual events, because I really think they're um, understanding how many alumni from all over the world do want to be engaged, but just are not given that opportunity to do so because they can't get back to campus. So I really think that we're going to see, even after things get back to, quote unquote, the new normal, 
Um, I think people are going to continue offering virtual events. I think that you're going to, I think that people are going to see that it's a, only an asset for them. Um, they're going to get more alumni attending these events if they can continue to offer virtual alternatives. Well, Amber, I appreciate you as a colleague. Thank you for joining me on the Alumni Trending Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. We are Penn State. I'm John Fudo, Vice Chancellor for University Advancement at UMass Lowell, and I'm staying on trend by listening to the Alumni Trending Podcast. There you go, Trendsetters, another episode of Alumni Trending. If you are enjoying the Alumni Trending Podcast, make sure you go out to iTunes or your podcast app of choice and give us a rating and drop us a review. We'd also love to hear from you. Drop me an email at paul.clifford at alumnitrending.com. Until next time, thanks for tuning in and keep trending.